we're continuing our discussion from the last mm-hmm. one. Um, so we'll get into, yeah, second part of this. Thanks for joining me, Kiana. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Let's get into it. Let's uh, start talking, I guess, about letting go of people and things. Because that kind of it fits with what we were saying, because letting go of even ideas that we had in our head of what we need to be as yeah. you know, professionals in the industry or whatever. So yeah. yeah, let's get into that. So the topic of letting go then, um, including people and things, um, I'm mm. pretty sure everybody out there has probably at some point had to let go of somebody or something, whether they wanted to or not. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me in terms of letting go of people that don't serve me. So when I was like growing up, I think I always had this idea that regardless of who your friends were, they had to serve like every single purpose, which Mm. like, obviously now that sounds completely outrageous. Like why would you expect one person to be capable of doing everything? Mm -hmm. Because now like the only way I can really explain this is like, I know each of my friends has amazing qualities in say whatever area So, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like one of those things where it's like, oh, like, if I need an opinion about a certain subject or something, I know I can go to this friend because I know they have lots of experience with it. I know that they've, like, dealt with this before. Stuff like that. Whereas, like, when I was growing up, for some reason, I literally do not know why I had this idea (laughs) in my head that every person had to agree with you about everything. And, like, yeah, so weird. And even realizing that some people that maybe you do get along with, even if, you know, things are going great, sometimes those people, like, aren't meant to be in your life for your entire life, if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense. No, 100%. I had sort of the same thought, but with relationships. Um, And when I just dated my previous boyfriend, um, prior to us getting into a relationship, I had just come out of something pretty sketchy. And then I was so scared to get into another relationship. And I was like, this person has to be like it for me because I don't want to be in a relationship otherwise. And he literally had to like, basically talk me into dating him because he was like, you don't have to think about your whole life right now. Like it doesn't have to be, I don't have to be your husband. I just know that I want to spend a part of my life with you and we'll see how it goes, you know? But I had this thing in my head, like, okay, well, if this isn't my freaking husband, like, no, (laughs) (laughs) but like, you have to see how things go, you know? But yeah, that's, I think we all kind of have a little bit of that concept in some way, maybe not to such an extreme, but I definitely, I had that in part kind of. Yeah. And I think a large part of it, I mean, I don't know, at least for me anyway, a large part of that came from a lot of my like childhood friendships and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason for a while, I look back obviously. And, you know, we always look back on everything and think that it's so strange, but when I look back, I used to think that, like, if I got into a fight with a friend, that meant we weren't friends. And Mm -hmm. that usually stems, or at least for me, it stemmed from, uh, like, a previous friendship where it was, like, 
if we got into a fight, like, pretty good chance that, like, yeah, we won't speak to each other, like. It's over. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I even had this, so story time, I had this one friendship where it was very one-sided, and I honestly have no idea why I didn't know this before, but it was something that I feel like I had to learn. So we were pretty good friends for, like, super long time. I assumed that we were, like, best friends. Like, we did a lot of stuff together. We always hung out. And then fast forward to... So I was in the 2016, like, wildfires uh, Mm -hmm. with Fort Mac. So we had to evacuate. We were gone for, like, a month. Um, My family came down here to Calgary. And, yeah, we moved back. Um, We moved back home in June after being away for a month. And I think I hung out with this girl, like, one more time. And then, super random, super sudden, she just ghosted me. (laughs) Long story short. Yeah, I thought we were, like, super close, thought we were, like, best friends. Although, when I look back, there were so many things where I was, like, it was definitely... The red flags. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe this is, like, super, like, subtle, but she would never want to post me on social media, Mm -hmm. which makes literally zero sense. Like, who cares? Not that Mm -hmm. it's even, like, not that you even have to post anybody on social media, but it was an odd thing where it was, like, I would always talk about how I was hanging out with her, but she absolutely refused to ever say that she was hanging out with me. Weird. Um, That is sketch. Yeah, so... sus right there. Yeah, amongst other things, that was definitely a, a very weird, weird experience. And for the longest time, I was like, what did I do wrong? Because... She just, like, straight up ghosted me, like, stopped replying to my texts, like, all of that. Deleted me on Facebook. Yeah, it was super weird. And for a while there... Oh, my God, Chibata. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if anyone can hear him snorting. Oh, you can't hear anything. You're fine. He's just looking (laughs) adorable. (laughs) But, yeah, for the longest time, I was like, why did she just ghost me? Like, there's no logical reasoning. And I thought that it was, like, a perfectly acceptable response to, like, a friendship, which makes no sense. But obviously now that I'm older, I'm like, that was fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, like, there's different ways to go about it and probably a little more communication for some closure. Yeah. Not just like, hey, you know what, I'm just going to... I mean, granted, in some situations, you both kind of just fizzle out because you both know it's, like, not worth getting into but if it's one-sided and they're just like one person's being led on so to speak then you're like what no sis that's not the way to go about it at all yeah sorry super weird that I don't know why for some reason that just sticks with me to this day but uh yeah then I moved here and obviously that's not the case (laughs) quickly learned that's uh not how people communicate but did you feel like that shaped your kind of idea of how you're supposed to go about conflict or did it teach you in a way that you're like okay yeah now I get it I shouldn't do that or did it kind of shape you like you started to do that I think that made any sense (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about For, for me I think it taught me that that was not the way to approach things um, yeah, and it definitely, well, that's good at least. Yeah, it definitely took a while because I think for sure, like, when I had some of my first friendships here, I remember getting into not even a fight. It was literally just, like, a disagreement with a friend of mine. <laughs> and we probably didn't talk for, like, a day. And I remember thinking, like, 
that's it. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. Um, yeah. So it definitely kind of, I think, fucked me up for a minute there because I was like, am I continuing to do something wrong? Because when I look back on my childhood, like a lot of my friendships kind of ended weird. So it was very mm-hmm. weird. And I was very insecure about my friendships for a long time. But um, I quickly realized that like, okay, like obviously those were not situations that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so it really just taught me like, I guess like the complete opposite, like clearly don't do that. Like if you get into a fight with a friend, that's not the end of the world. Maybe you guys fight, but then you just talk it out and things work out. And you know, like it just kind of taught me that like ghosting is not, uh, <laughs> not that's the solution. Not <laughs> yeah. But that's good that you learned something from it. Cause sometimes like trauma, so to speak, maybe it wasn't trauma, but it often breeds trauma, like things that you go through. Oftentimes you'll do it to somebody else if you don't identify it and yeah. learn, unlearn it basically. Mm-hmm. So no, that's good. Cause it could have gone the other way for sure. And that ain't cute. Yeah. It's one of those things where I definitely think, um, communication was like, it took me longer to kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. And, but now I feel like I'm at a pretty good place where it's like, okay, like clearly communication is key. <laughs> yeah. For me with like letting go of people or friendships, I feel, um, at the point where there's times where you can discuss things and get it to a certain point and be good. But if you can't get it past that point or you can't reach common ground, yeah, then sometimes you just can't go back from it. Like I've ended friendships where I'll say what I have to say. And then if it's not a big deal, if it's not reciprocated, if it's not understood, then I just basically... And I will sometimes just ghost them. I'll just stop replying because I've already said what I have to say. I'm not going to continue on and pretend like this friendship is, like, all Gucci. Like, yeah. I've, if it's not being respected what we spoke of, then I'm just going to I'm gonna peacefully head out. Oh, you're going to head out now? <laughs> yeah, like literally. Mean. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, you can you can often, if you, it's a deep friendship, you should have understanding for each other. You should have compassion and empathy and you should be able to understand you've been with that person and understood and gone through it all. So if at the end point, when it gets to that level of a big argument or fallout or whatever, and it's not being reciprocated, I don't know, maybe that's the Scorpio in me, but I just like, (laughs) I'm like this, I I can't do this if, if we're not on the same page. And then, but it hurts the same, but sometimes you just have to let people go if they're not, if they're not there for you for the right reasons and they're not on the same page as you. And I don't know. It's just, I'm very particular with who I hold close in my life. So yeah, if it, if it's not serving me as much as I'm serving you, then what is really the point here? What are we doing here? That's just a waste of my time. Yeah, exactly. I think that took so, me a long time to learn. Mm-hmm. That's where you and I differ because I know we've had conversations in the past for sure. <laughs> and you're very oh, like emotions and yeah. how you talk. 
And you know what? I just learned one of my signs, the one of how you assert yourself and how how you talk is also a Scorpio. So I'm like, clearly that makes all the sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's sad when you have to let people go, but. It is sad, but I have, I have also really taken to the like concept of like, sometimes people are meant to be in your life for like a certain amount of time Mm-hmm. to teach you oh, something yes. or whatever the case is i i don't know why i just like hardcore believe that like girl it's that's real or they lead you to other situations they yeah. lead you to other friends sometimes someone was in your life to lead you to a best friend that you have now i have so many yeah. situations like that where like through an ex or through this i met this next person who's like one of my best friends to this day you know yeah. what i mean I 100% believe in that as well. That's your destiny. It's all not to get too spiritual here, but everything leads to each other, law of attraction. It's all a whole thing, but (laughs) I definitely believe in that as well. People are meant to be in your life for whatever reason and sometimes that's for that time. Yeah, and that's why I find, because some people, like, I don't even remember how I got onto this topic, but... I don't know who I was talking to. We were talking about um, this idea of, like, do you have any regrets and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have always been a pretty big believer in, like, maybe you can wish that you did something a different way, but, like, it happened how it happened. So, like, that's it. Yeah. Um, And I'm not saying that it's hard because I feel like sometimes I do – struggle with like having regrets but I don't hold on to that grudge because I find that it's not worth it like so many of the things energy yeah like so many people are like oh man I like really regret doing xyz and I'm like I've never really felt that way because again I do strongly believe that it happens for a reason and this is such a random story but like I'll use my brother as an example <laughs> because so many good ones of him. <laughs> I know right so many stories about him that's a whole other whole other whole other episode <laughs> but to put it lightly um I don't even remember what the case was but essentially he was just he does this thing where he'll talk about like opportunity costs or something like that Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the right term, but he always talks about how, like, well, I should have done this because then it would have taken me less oh time or God. it would have, yeah, no. and he'll talk, like, for example, his, think like that, people. his university, like, experience, like, it took him a little bit longer to finish university because he transferred from, he did a couple years at Medicine Hat, transferred to U of C, and then he always talks about, like, oh, if I would have just done this, then, like, I would have been finished, like, two years earlier, and I wouldn't have been in as much debt and blah, blah, blah. And the way I see that, I'm like, what's the point of dwelling on what you could have done? For There's me, no I could have gone to a completely different school. I could have gone to Bow Valley and done a two-year program mm-hmm. for communications. I would have been done by now. But what's the point in dwelling no. on that? It's not. It wastes so much. Your energy is so vital and important. And if you're wasting on shit like that, like, there's legitimately no point. There's no point. It's not going to happen. If you think about it more, do you think it's just going to magically happen for you? Like, you always have to look at a situation 
And what did you learn from it? That's yeah, it. Exactly. Like I get it. It's going to hurt for a while. It'll take you however long to get over it. And, but once you realize it for what it is beyond the surface level, oftentimes it'll teach you a lesson. Yeah. So, it's really hard if to, anything, you can be grateful for that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to, and I know that's easier separate. said than done. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything's easier than said, said than done. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the one of those things that really you have to learn in life to, uh, I don't know. That's another form of letting go, just yeah. letting go of energy that doesn't serve you, letting go of, you know, it's, yep. it's I don't want to get too spiritual. Honestly, I don't, but energy <laughs> is real. And if you're spending all your energy on other low energy thoughts, then what is that doing for you? Yeah, you know? it really does drag you down. I believe that. But it has to come from within. You can't be like, oh, I'm supposed to think like this. (laughs) Yeah. It has to be genuine for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's hard to get into that mindset if you're someone who's used to dwelling and, but you'll notice a different shift in how you think, how you feel, gratitude levels, all that. Yeah. You know, I think when I was younger, I did used to dwell a little bit but oh, for sure I was drama queen yeah, central same <laughs> it's over it's over I'm yeah. crying in my room for five hours bye <laughs> yep over like stupid shit like my mom would be like we're not going to McDonald's for dinner <laughs> throw a fit I'm like well that's it I'm not eating anything because there's nothing in the house I know you just yeah. spent six hundred dollars on groceries but that's it there's no food that's <laughs> bye like see you guys tomorrow yeah like, I'm not eating it all tonight. (laughs) I don't know why that was my thing. (laughs) Even now I have to like talk myself out of it. I'm like, you don't have to go to McDonald's. You have food at home. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm like, Megan, has anything changed? (laughs) I'm a little more self-aware. I will say that's the only difference. (laughs) I feel like if I didn't show up with McDonald's when I said I would, I might've gotten the same backlash. (laughs) Probably. Let's be honest. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> Where's Why the food that you talked about? <laughs> okay, that uh, concludes our kind of second discussion. We'll be back, of course, with another one. Thanks for joining me, Kiana, as always. Thank you for having me. I had such a good time. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later.